Hello everyone, this is Naim, wedding celebrant in Paris, and welcome to the French Wedding Show, where it is my job to introduce to you some of the best wedding vendors in Paris and in France. Today on the show, I'll have the very talented Ali Chipkin, a folk singer based in Brooklyn, New York, who's going to talk about her career and also about Give Love Originals, a very special kind of gift for wedding couples. Let's jump in. Ali, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Naeem. I'm so happy to be here. I am happy as well. Once again, we have someone outside France, outside Europe, totally in the US. Uh, you're based in Brooklyn, New York, right? But you're not from Brooklyn, New York. I did my research. There you're you originally go. from Poughkeepsie. Do I pronounce this right? You did pronounce it correctly. That's I impressive. I did my research. A lot of a Americans. Lot of <laughs> a lot of Americans don't pronounce it correctly. Um, so, yeah, Ali, tell me more about this. You're uh, where? Where? Where did it start? All of this. You're a singer. Why? Why? How did you? How do you behave yourself as a folk singer? I love Bob Dylan. Bob, I'm a huge yeah. Bob Dylan fan. Uh, fan. I was at this show actually. Was there uh, 15 days ago in Paris? Is still alive for those who are questioning themselves. And he was great. And for me, he is the ultimate folk singer. What do you think about oh, that? Gosh, I love that for multiple reasons, because I love Bob Dylan. I also saw him for the first time this year on tour. Oh, wow. And get this, we share a birthday, actually. We have no the exact same way. Birthday. Yeah. So I feel wow. extra kindred with him. <laughs> wow. um, he's one of my faves. He is. But he? yeah, so... Um, Let's see. Yeah, I started, I grew up in Poughkeepsie, which is about an hour and a half north of New York City. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I always wanted to be a singer from the time I was a little girl. Um, and I used to come down into New York City to see Broadway shows. And I thought I wanted to be a Broadway singer and performer. Um, and I eventually went to college for that. I went to Boston Conservatory and studied musical theater. Um, And I'm then... going to interrupt you just for one oh, second yeah. because I'd like to know more about these years. When, as a French person, when we see a conservatory, as we say conservatoire, it means mm -hmm. very serious foundations. Am I right? Yes, totally. It was so that was my university, my college um, education. It started out at the conservatoire, and <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I was there. I I didn't finish there. I spent two and a half years there. Um, and it was incredibly transformative for me as an artist. It was, um, it's very, very dedicated work. We had voice lessons at 8 a.m. every morning. And wow. as you know, most people in college, that's not really an option. Yeah. <laughs> They're out partying and doing their things. We had voice lessons every day at 8. We had, um, you know, harmony singing classes. We had ballet classes into the evening, into seven, you know, seven at night. We had like um, tap, jazz, ballet, acting classes. Um, it was a whole completely immersive, comprehensive um, experience. And I really, I mean, I learned so much um, about singing and classical singing as well as dance, but I also just through the acting classes, I feel like I learned so much about expressing myself and you know stepping into my body and like really showing up and not being afraid to take up space so it was a really special special time 
for this sure. is something that I really uh, appreciate about uh, about America. Uh, as a French person, um, I have a friend, Vincent, who is an actor, and he. We are. I mean, I, I'm not going to say we're bad at acting in France. It's not. It's not about being good or bad. But for me, okay. Americans are better. Uh, it's just that it's a totally different approach. And he spent some some time in Los Angeles in the New York Film Institute for uh, for a time. And he was raving on the phone, you know, like calling me in the middle of the night because it was daytime for him. And he was telling me about the the, the methods of the of the actor studio and all this thing. Like this this what you said reminded me of that stepping into your body. Uh, I think it's a very very interesting um, way to to uh, to go into art in general. And I'm not surprised that you say that you really liked it because yeah, I can feel it just seeing you. I'm I can see her. We're 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 into uh, Zoom. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's something very very important, I think, um, as an artist. But you always had this impression. You always thought that you had something like you're an artist, or you whatever you would say. I. It's funny, actually, the way you ask the question. It's yes and no for me because I always knew I was a singer. I always wanted to okay. express myself by singing, right? But I didn't believe in myself as a kid. I I used to listen to, um, you know, gosh, growing up, it was probably more like the Spice Girls and things like that. But eventually I used to listen more to like Sarah Bareilles and Ingrid Michaelson in high school. And I used to think, oh, my gosh, I wish I could write music like they do. I wish I could write a song and sing my own song as an artist. But I just thought. I don't really play the guitar. I don't really play any instruments that well. I'm just a singer. So, and it's too late. I'm already 16 years old. I'm so old. Like, so oh my God. I was like, right. So I was like, yeah, it's too late. I can't, I can't go to college for that now. I can't, I don't know if I'll ever write a song. So why don't I go into theater? Because all the songs are already written in musical theater. Okay. <laughs> Not yeah, all the songs. Yeah, There's a lot of songs already That's written. Smart. that you can so um so that's why I decided to do that was because it was a place I could still sing but I didn't have to necessarily be an artist creating my own um content and work so um it's an artist in a different way but um but yeah and then eventually actually when I transferred out of the conservatory to um I transferred to Skidmore College in Saratoga Springs mm-hmm. other Uh, upstate New York place. And when I transferred there, um, that's when I started. It wasn't a music school. Um, it was a liberal arts college with all sorts of disciplines and interests. And that's when I started playing the guitar and believing maybe I could write a song someday. Maybe I could actually do this secret dream that I have. Um, Yeah, so that came a little bit later, and that's that came later. You, do you think yeah. you needed the the that strong foundation uh, in Boston to uh, to help you maybe overcome your uh, maybe your doubts or about <laughs> about it? Yeah, I mean, again, it's a yes and a no because <laughs> the yes, the yes comes from yes. It gave me incredible training in so many different ways, and you know, I think looking back, you can't you can't ever have skipped a step, you know, like every single step in the whole journey is necessary to get you where you're going. But, um, but at the same time, I, because I was in this like really 
you know, I was just surrounded by amazing musicians and really talented teachers and everybody had crazy high expectations. I thought like I was a little afraid to fail. So I was a little afraid to pick up a guitar and say, I can write a song because there were like, you know, John Mayer went to Berkeley College of Music. Like it's yeah. like right next door to Boston Conservatory there. And so many other people who I'm just like blanking on right now, incredible musicians are all right there and they're your age and they're writing music as well. Um, you know, and they've been doing it since they were six or 10 or whatever. Um, so because I was surrounded by such incredible talent, I was like, I can't take that risk. I don't want to look like a fool. Mm. So when I got to, it's a funny story. <clears throat> when I got to Skidmore college, I, it was a liberal arts school and I remember being at some parties and I remember in particular, there was um, a kind of a really nice, but broy dude who came up to me and said, um, Hey, you know, I'm so-and-so nice to meet you. Oh, you transferred. Oh, so cool. Oh, from a music conservatory. I'm a guitarist. And I was like, Oh wow. That's amazing. Like so cool. So, um, I, I was like, we should get together and jam sometime or like, you know, I would, I could sing and you can play the guitar. That would be awesome. And we got together and, um, he just knew the, ex the exact same chords that I knew, like the two chords, like a G and a C mm -hmm. and was very, very basic. And I was like, wait a second, that's what it means. Like you play the guitar. I guess I play the guitar then too. So I was like, <sighs> Oh, it's just about having the confidence and trusting that what you're doing is enough. Um, <clears throat> and from that point forward, when I was in that new setting, I was like, okay, I can, other people say they play the guitar with these two chords. So <laughs> why can't I? So, um, I just started really small there and then, um, had a couple of teachers who were really encouraging me to, to start writing music in my English major. Um, and yeah, so that, then I was like, I think I could actually be an artist. So yeah. Wow. Two chords and then off you go. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> very, very funny story. I like that. A, I, I'm a, I'm a guitar player uh, myself, like oh, a very yeah. low amateur, but I used to no. uh, idolize guitar player. And then I had a teacher and he said to me, look, this, it's all about six or seven chords that's it you know oh, you're just gonna great. just gonna do this and obviously it's not all about it there's, there's a lot of sure uh, melodies yeah. and um and uh, a lot of craziness into into it but you can yes. do most of the work with very little so yeah what you say is yeah. really really true it's all about the confidence to just jumping in and uh and take your yeah. chance so what year was this which year was this uh, what year was this when you had this little click about trying? Yeah. So the beginning of it, um, it was 2012. Um, 2012. It was, yeah, my junior year at Skidmore College when I transferred in. Um, yeah. Oh, I also wanted to just say, too, just relative to what you were saying before, one of my favorite quotes, I think it's by Hank Williams, is um, who uh, Bob Dylan drew inspiration yes. from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, one of, I, I believe it's a Hank Williams quote. I could be wrong, but it was, um, he said, all you need is, uh, three chords in the truth or two chords in the truth or something oh, yeah. like that. So I like live by that. It's like, if you're telling the truth, telling your truth, you can put 
the simplest chords behind it and it's it's going to resonate with people you know so absolutely right yeah i i once again i'm not a music professional at all but like probably every frenchman i i had a band in in college and mm -hmm. i i used to be very trying to be very technical about everything like oh i have to invent the 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 three or four chords that are gonna make the new sound of whatever right. but no in the end it's all about the truth so i agree with that yeah definitely i have to uh to check again ang william works you know it's uh it resonates yeah. a lot totally. so what happened after that you you just took a step and started <laughs> to write and record and what happened? Yeah, well, I was fortunate. Um, I was, like I said, I was an English major at, um, so I've, I've got some time to focus on my writing and poetry at Skidmore. And then, um, and I had a wonderful advisor. His name is Mark Woodworth. And he was my advisor for my senior project. And he's written some really cool books um, about um, female identifying singer songwriters. And he was another person who just really like believed in me and was like, what you're doing is great. These songs are great and gave me, <clears throat> you know, prompts to write from and a place to start and said, okay, why don't you try to write something in the style of Joni Mitchell and something in the nice. style of Patti Smith and try these different things and would give me feedback and meet with me. And, um, and then I created this senior project for my English major, instead of doing like a poetry capstone or something like that, I did um, I did a songwriting capstone project. And so my senior project was my first record. Um, but it was crazy because, um, yeah, I put that all together for my senior project. It was about seven songs. And then part of the senior project also was to perform it for everyone. But I had never play the guitar in front of anyone so or like wow you know performed my own songs in front of anyone um but i was just like once i released this album that was my project i was like okay i guess i'm a performer now i guess i'm a songwriter i guess this is what i do and i had my first show wow. um at Skidmore. um in the they have, yeah they have this like um building called the chapel and i had friends family all the people come and and watch there what's your memory of that say that again what's the, what's your special memory about about that night Ooh. what was it a lot of stress involved probably anxiety and yeah. uh, adrenaline probably yes yeah a lot of adrenaline a lot of um a lot of just I, that's a really nice question i haven't thought about that in a while but a lot of like outpouring of support and just like just I was just so proud I couldn't believe I did that myself and and I had a bunch of friends singing behind me and people playing instruments behind me and like I was like I have a band right now and I released an album like how is this possible um and I also I was really fortunate to record it while I was in college so Skidmore has a um a studio okay uh, music studio that I got to, um, record it in as a, you know, just use it as a student. So, um, that made it a lot more affordable and, oh, yeah. uh, yeah. Is it the one called honey and knives? 
It is, yeah, wow. totally. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've been looking into it and uh, listening oh, nice. to the songs actually, and and I have to say this is my my favorite one. But my favorite one is actually the the title "Honey and Knives" because of the way uh, you're you're singing on it. Uh, it's very mm -hmm. rocky. I, this is my style. I like it. Yeah, th that's and the, the title one that is very good. <laughs> Thank you. That's the one that was written in the style of Patty Smith. Like it was. Oh like yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, well so done. So, cool. what happened? You you got out this album. You put it on the platforms, and you started to. What's the next step? You wanted to tour, right? Yeah, I. Well, so what happened was, um, I've never really formally toured. To be honest, I haven't like. Uh, not yet. Yeah, not yet, not yet. Um, I basically. After that, yeah, it was kind of like, whoa, I guess I'm a songwriter now. I guess I have things I can send to venues and I could book shows. So I was booking shows. Um, I moved back home after college for about a year and I was um, coming in and out of the city to do some shows down here. Um, <clears throat> and then I, uh, when was it? I guess maybe like a year and a half after college, I decided to move out to Boulder, Colorado. Mm -hmm. So I lived in Boulder, Colorado for four years and there was an incredible singer songwriter music community out there. Like people, I can't even explain how talented my friends are who live out there. Like wow. they are so unbelievable. And we had so many, so much like good community, like these like monthly um songwriter meetups and circles where we would share songs we were working on and give feedback and just like wow. yeah everyone was really really supportive and just so um so wonderful kind. so talented sounds very kind yeah it was a beautiful community um and so i spent some time out there released another ep while i was out there um but i recorded it in boston actually um and then I came back in May of 2020, came back to upstate New York. Uh, I don't know if you heard, there was a little thing that happened that, that year. I think so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Very strange time. It was weird. Yeah. So I, I lived with my parents for a little while back in upstate New York. And then um, just about a year and a half ago, I moved in with a dear uh, friend from college and another roommate in um here in brooklyn and um, i love brooklyn yeah i've, I've been there I, i've been there a day only so i'm not gonna say oh, that God. i know brooklyn and all that but yeah uh, as, a, as a foreigner who lived in the the west coast for a long time i yeah. really enjoyed the atmosphere that i felt during my one day trip in new york waiting for my yeah. gfk flights who was actually <laughs> delayed and uh so i like I, i i came up in the morning around 8 a.m and i dropped my luggage i was on my own okay. i dropped my luggage in um i don't know the name in english the places then you can leave your luggage basically mm. uh yeah. for the day and then i traveled like i walked all around the city Uh, like three full speeds tourism. I didn't enjoy much of the of all the attractions, but the atmosphere in New York and Brooklyn and all of that was really much more uh, European to me, which mm. can be a bad or a good thing. But after <laughs> a, a lot of time in California, uh, it was good to just walk down the streets. So 
Cool. Come back. Come back. There's more to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll definitely come back. So um, just um, the thing that brought my attention to to this podcast was the fact that besides being a great artist, you also have a wedding business. We can call mm -hmm. it that way, right? Mm -hmm. Totally. Which totally. is called Give Love Originals. I really like the name. Can you explain to the audience what this is? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, basically, I write and record custom wedding songs um, and custom love songs uh, based on the details of your love story. So, yeah, it. I mean, the name kind of explains its origins to, like, when I was living out in Boulder, Colorado, I was in my mid-20s and I um, had some friends back on the East Coast of the States who were getting married and I was working as a songwriter and it was hard. Like I was I was working in coffee shops and I was, um, mm -hmm. you know, babysitting anything to put the pieces together and make it work um, to support my music. But I yeah, I really wasn't making a lot of money and they were getting married and they were like, hey, I would love for you to come to the wedding. And I started crunching the numbers and adding things up in my mind. And I was like, okay, so I have to fly home to New York and fly back. There's that expense. I have to buy a dress. I have to buy shoes. I have to, um, I'm going to their bachelorette party. So I have to travel to get there. I have mm -hmm. to pay for a hotel i have to pay all these things and i was like and then i had more and more friends starting to get married and i was like how am i going to afford this i don't know what to do i have to buy a gift all these things and um some of them i had to just make the sacrifice and say i i can't make it i can't fly back home i i'm i really wanted to be there but um i just couldn't make it work and but one thing that i wanted to do still for everyone whether i went to the wedding or not was give them a meaningful gift. And yeah, I just was like, what can I do? What can, what comes from my heart that like I can offer them that is like meaningful, special, unique to me and, and, you know, a true gift for them. And, um, so I started writing songs and I asked them, Hey, can you send me a list of things you love about your partner, no reason, surprise, like things you love about them, funny stories, things that, you know, kind of um, irk you about them or silly things like that. And uh, yeah, and then I, so I wrote my first couple then, and then um, it's been kind of a side business word of mouth for a lot of years um, since 2017. And uh, this past year, it has become it's taken on a life of its own and it's become a full-time um, thing for me. And it's been amazing. It's been That's really fun. good. Congratulations. Yeah. I found you from Paris. So yeah, I, I guess it's <laughs> taking over and yeah. you're, you're working with uh, three different package I've seen on your website. It's uh, can you, can you explain us what, what is it exactly? Yeah, absolutely. So um, basically, I mean, as I've, you know, been getting more and more clients and I want to be able to work with everyone, but obviously to write a custom love song takes a lot of time. And then to record it also takes a lot of time. Um, yeah. so I was like, how can I make this manageable where 
you know, and I also wanted to make it so that people with different budgets could afford different levels of things. So um, I made a couple different levers that you can pull in order to to find what works best for you. So um, I have a, um, you know, the fully custom song, obviously, that you can do where we have a long conversation. We keep in touch about details. You send me all the, you know, all the points to include in the song. And then I write it from scratch and it's like 100 percent for you forever um and then you get a, a custom recording as well um and then i have a semi-custom option that is um i have like pre-written songs that are you know there's one called how i knew and the chorus always says that's how i knew that's how i knew and the the verses are the details about like how did you know your partner was the one for you um very nice so every song is different but it's going to sound, it's the same melody, um, same guitar part. And some of it is, um, I recorded in advance to, you know, take out a little bit of the production time. Um, and then I have, um, a basic offering and that one is called I do. And that one works really well as a gift. If you don't know the couple super well, you don't know all the details of their love story. Um, and, or maybe you don't have a ton of time to go for the fully custom song, um, and that one, you just need a little bit of information. You just need to know where they uh, met and fell in love and the names of the couple, obviously, and the day that they're getting married. So yeah, just a couple different like options and ways to make it work. Very nice idea. I have to say it's the first time that I was stumble stumbling upon an idea, that original idea. So Congratulations for that. And how fast is the process once the couple are reaching out to you? Obviously, I will leave the Ali's website on the show notes for everyone to uh, to inquire if you're interested. So if the couples are if the couples or the guests are are um, interested, they reach out to you. And how long does it take in general, the, the process? What would you say? Yeah. Um, so I like to have at least for the fully custom song, at least a month, because um, for all of these songs too, like especially the semi-custom and the fully custom songs, they're, you know, there's like a draft and time for edits. If anything, maybe I pronounced something wrong. Maybe I, yeah. maybe your name is French and I, I don't exactly know how to say it. And I, well, of course I'll check with you first, but, um, but you know, there might be things that I think I know um, how to yeah. pronounce, or I think I know, um, you know, the way that I want to write about it. And then you say, oh, actually, you know, this detail is slightly different. If you could frame it in this different way, that would be great. So there, there's time for edits. There's time to like make it, I just want to make it perfect for you and feel really, really right to you and your relationships. So I like to leave time for that. Um, so for the fully custom, yeah, I like to like meet with the couple or meet with the person who's giving it as a gift and um, have an in-depth conversation with them, hear how they talk about their partner um, or the couple, and then, um, you know, spend a little time writing, have them uh, give edits, and then the recording process takes usually about like a week and a half as well. So the month window is probably best for that. And then it kind of goes down from there, two weeks for the semi-custom and um, a week for the... Uh, for the other one so nice very nice very uh manageable and adaptable um and also you can offer to play the song live at the wedding 
that that's, that's a possibility true. right you can do that that is true yeah exactly so i have exactly. questions do you, do you do this only in the us or also outside the us that's a great question i i mean i would love i haven't yet done it in france or outside of the us but um what a dream that would be oh my gosh i would love to play a wedding that was um in some beautiful um country outside Countryside of, of provence Obviously. Oh my gosh, yes, please. <laughs> well, with the magic of internet, you never know what can happen. So thank you yeah. very much for taking the time to speak to me. I heard you're very busy and you've been playing oh. a special show this week, even for Europeans, you would know that. Can you remind us where you've been this week? What, Where did you play? <laughs> so I actually, um, yeah, I had an appearance uh, writing a song and singing it on the tonight show with jimmy fallon so wow. that was really cool this past monday <laughs> actually i actually this is your show and i'm your guest this is what what you wanted to say right there you go exactly <laughs> i'm not famous at all guys she is the one so. congratulations again You're and awesome. thank you so much ali for taking the time uh thank to speak today. to us from new york and i'll see you probably somewhere in europe or in the u.s someday That sounds great to me. Awesome. Thank you so much. This is such a blast. You beat me in hockey Back in the eighth grade But I don't count it as a loss Cause I met you that day Study hall and AP bio. I message you on Facebook about class. Then I asked you to the fighter and senior prom. Those years went by so fast. It's always been you. It's always been you. It's always been you It's always been you Before meeting you You changed my palate For the best Now I'm obsessed With indie blue Doing distance Then Philly now Bucks County I love you everywhere The same From driving my bluesy for to Pancheros To taking your name It's always been you It's always been you It's always been you It's always been you Ooh.
comes our way You, me, Baxter and Pickles And our sweet family someday It's always been you It's always been you It's always been you It's always been you Thank you so much for listening to The French Wedding Show. If you want to know more about our guest today, you can go to the show notes and find all the relevant links. Also, have a look at my website, theparisiancelebrant.com, also in the show notes. If you want to start to plan your wedding ceremony or elopement in Paris or anywhere in France. I look forward to hear your ideas. Thank you again so much for listening and see you soon for another episode.